Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello to you, the lovely person listening, and welcome back, everyone, to your favourite podcast, Growing and Glowing, with me, your host, Mrs. Ellie Swift. Oh, I've missed you so much. This podcast is our safe space to delve into all things life learnings there may be, from spirituality, grief, friendship, motherhood, and so much more to provide you with a friend through what can be the very up and down journey that is growing and of course glowing into the very best version of who you truly are. goodness guys I have missed you so much welcome back thank you so much for tuning in it's a pleasure to be back honestly I I've really really missed being online and chatting with you all and doing the podcast it has been a hot minute she's a mum of two I have two sons I have two beautiful children and actually sat in this chair right now recording this podcast takes me back to when I was last here and I was like oh I'm about to give birth when's it gonna be and it just all felt like so unknown like even though I'd done it once before it was like oh my god this is like a whole new dynamic that I'm about to enter like looking at his nursery out of the corner of my eye in the next room I just I just remember really being in that like I you know when you can feel you're about to step into a new chapter of life you know you're about to step into a new era, that's where I was, and it feels just honestly harmonious to be sat right in the thick of the first two pages of that next chapter, I just, I've never been happier, why are these bubbles, these bubbles of like, these pockets of the most wonderful things that happen to you in life, like 
my best one of my best friends got proposed to last night and she was like oh my god the engagement bubble is so real and I was like honey I remember it babe it's that was like the first bubble I had the engagement bubble then I had the newborn bubble for the first time no then I had the pregnancy finding out you're pregnant for the first time the pregnancy bubble then the newborn bubble then the wedding bubble and then I went back into the newborn bubble again I'm still I feel like I'm just coming out of the newborn bubble now I feel like when when it's not your first you have to kind of like jump back into reality a little bit quicker I feel like unfortunately that newborn bubble doesn't last for like what felt like with Saint for months and months and months but the bubbles are so real they're just beautiful it's just such a beautiful beautiful part of life and here I am returning back to you in your car in your headphones in your airpods whatever you're listening to me today on I'm so happy to be back with you and I also just want to say as well a huge oh my goodness from the very bottom of my heart my soul thank you for the most beautiful words of support encouragement love for welcoming Romeo my little heart stealer heartbreaker into the world he has just knocked me for six on so many levels like you think you know love and then you have a baby and then you're just flawed and then you have another baby and then you're like flawed even more because it's like I thought this love had a capacity like I thought I thought I knew what love for my my child was with my first and then you have another one and it's you're like oh my god it just doubles because it does even though you can't imagining it getting even bigger and doubling like honestly after nearly two years of motherhood now I I still I sat there this morning nearly overwhelmed at the amount of love I have for my kids like you just can't even fathom it oh my god it's just it's just beautiful but thank you so much for all of the love and really really beautiful messages it's just been so so lovely and so kind of you and also just for your patience with me as I really took some time to welcome in that new flow of life I really embraced taking a little bit of time this time when it was my first postpartum experience I I feel like this is quite a common theme when it's your first child but you're almost like still wearing the hat of the identity you used to be before you gave birth because you've not quite grappled the new identity you've not quite sunk your teeth into the fact that you have just gone through like the biggest rocket ship of growth you could potentially ever go through as a woman I feel like when you when you give birth and you become a mum and you kind of like are handed like this little bundle of joy that you promise to look after and love forever and ever and ever for eternity like yeah I remember in my first postpartum experience I just was really trying hard to get back to who I was and that meant not really giving myself a bit of a break like not honestly not just having those days in bed but being really gentle and kind with myself and really honoring doing nothing for the day like minimizing my to-do list it just I didn't really, I don't really feel like I had that experience, but with my second this time, I mean, I feel like I did so much spiritual growth in between my two babies anyway, but this, this experience of having Romeo has been a whole nother bout of spiritual growth, and in that, I've just really, really welcomed 
a bit of downtime and I don't know if any of you guys have heard of the 555 rule in postpartum I actually explained it on my vlog that I uploaded yesterday that was such oh my god that was such a thrill uploading on YouTube again I was like who am I who is she she's a member of two uploading onto YouTube like some cool chick oh my god I was so happy to be back on there I'm I'm feeling really like really excited about everything I don't know I just have such an excited energy at the moment I'm excited to be back on YouTube I'm excited for the vlogs that are coming I kind of feel like speaking really openly and honestly and candidly my confidence was just really knocked for a really really long time with YouTube and uploading that video yesterday it wasn't just like a first video of like having two kids back for me in my in my soul it was like I'm back like I am back I have my confidence back I have my mojo back I have my motivation I'm ready to go this is who I am and I feel really happy and confident with vlogging again and yeah I don't know that was just kind of like a bit of a significant moment for me yesterday and I didn't realize it until after I'd uploaded the video really it was when I was sat in bed reading all of your comments and reading through all of your messages it was almost like a wash of just like feeling connected again once again like a connection that I've been trying to get hold of for the longest time again even though I never stopped loving it I just feel like my confidence is really knocked and then yesterday yeah I just I don't know I just feel really happy to be back anyway I digress hugely can you tell I've not podcasted for x amount of weeks I just feel like I have so much to say oh my god this is going to be like the biggest catch-up in the world but let's kick off with the affirmation of the day I want everybody to put a hand over their heart take a deep breath in and release feel the sunshine on your face today give me a smile as I say to my six-week-old give me a smile and repeat after me. I am attracting the most beautiful energies in where I am at this very moment. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's do it again. I am attracting the most beautiful energies in where I am at this very moment. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, even if you're in the muddy middle of a muddy situation, there's so much beautiful energy that is available to flow right through to you. You know what we say over here on Growing and Glowing, guys? Just be open to it. 
be open to the abundance, be open to the beautiful energy that is life, happiness, positivity. I promise it's there, even if you can't feel it, I promise it's there. And it's trying so hard to get through to you. So, shall we kick off with a little bit of a birth story? Now, I'm not going to do this in too much detail because I did actually upload our whole birth vlog onto YouTube. Love a birth vlog, you guys know me. One of the most magical moments of life documented forever just oh my god so yeah I'm gonna try really hard not to blabber on about it too much but in short I was induced once again now I know when um we last spoke over here on G&G I was like I really want to just let my body do its thing as naturally as possible I would love to just see if my body can like do it on its own basically because I kind of felt with my first induction with Saint, like I was robbed of that experience a little bit, even though an induction with Saint at the time is exactly what I wanted. This time, going through the whole pregnancy, I just was like, I really, really want to just labour as long as possible at home. I want to have my waters break at home. I want to feel contractions at home. I want to be with Saint as long as possible. Um, And it didn't happen. I was called in for an induction because of a few reasons. If you've watched my birth vlog, you will know it was mainly for a shoulder dystocia that I had in Saint's birth. It took me a little while to come around to the idea of being induced again, just because, like I said, I I had this like image of my mind as much as I, with both my births, have always been like, I don't really have a birth plan. I'm just going to see what happens. Um, I guess I just kind of romanticised in my mind this idea of how I would do it in an ideal world and it took me an evening or so I'm not gonna lie it took me the evening to come to terms with the fact that you know I was gonna be in hospital again for kind of an what felt like with saint my induction was saint like an unlimited amount of time um I think it that was probably just because I was so impatient at that phase in my life I was really impulsive I mean I'm still am impulsive but like oh my god there's nothing like a woman at the end of her pregnancy waiting for her baby to be born and everyone else is asking you is the baby born yet has the baby arrived and you're like I trust me I am the one person that would actually love to know the answer to that question and it's no has anybody got estimated arrival time babe because I would love to know but I think I just had a lot of emotion about the fact that it felt so long in the hospital last time I didn't want that again this time because I had quite a lot of anxiety in leaving Saint. Now I kind of feel like this is something that isn't really discussed very much because I kind of felt like I was almost judging myself a little bit with these anxious thoughts at the end of my pregnancy waiting to go into birth. I was I just never really heard anybody talk about it. It was almost like yet the excitement of baby number two is just so overwhelming or baby number three or number four whatever that it like overrides any feelings of anxiety or not like sadness but apprehension I guess of the unknown and leaving your child or children at home while you go off to welcome another one and because Saint was my only one he obviously is just still is the light of my whole life but he never really has spent any time away from me or Connor nobody else has really ever put him to bed he's never had a sleepover with anybody he is really developing so quickly at the moment as well that I was just really worried about like how is he going to 
adjust even to the time I'm in hospital let alone then bringing home a whole nother baby and like rocking his world forever you know so I found it really emotional when I was in hospital if you guys have watched the birth vlog you'll know found it really emotional when Connor and Saint came to visit me and then went home again because it was just a really blunt reminder that things are never going to be the same again now I'm completely on the other side obviously here I am with my two beautiful children my six week old and my nearly two year old saint has adjusted to siblinghood oh my goodness like better than I could honestly have ever asked I'm beyond proud of that little boy he is just my sun my moon and my stars as is Romeo but now I sit here on the other side I wish I could go back to my pregnant self that was worrying about that the version of me that was lying in the hospital bed crying, nervous about how Saint was going to respond, so emotional about how that was it in my mind of my time with Saint, which I want to say, by the way, to any pregnant woman feeling like that, it's actually not the end of your time with them. So please, I, I know it, like, that probably is like, yeah, whatever, Ellie, I don't believe you. Now I'm here with six weeks almost under my belt of having two kids. That one-on-one time with your oldest or the child that is already here doesn't actually go away because it's still there when the baby is napping it's still there when dad can have the baby for a bit or when you go out on a shopping trip just the two of you together like that one-on-one time is still very 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 much available to you and it's something that I have had to work really hard on in this postpartum phase of my life because I did feel within the first two weeks or so that I just desperately desperately missed Saint and I was looking down at Romeo with so much love for him but also being filled with so much emotion because it was like you he is Romeo if you guys haven't seen any pictures or anything of Romeo he looks really similar to how Saint did when Saint was a newborn like twins it's literally like we did copy and paste especially within those first couple of days couple of weeks in that real kind of newborn phase now he's getting a little bit older I do see a lot more difference but it was literally like looking down at Saint as a newborn it was like having a time machine and going back to that moment and it was like I miss Saint so much even though he's literally only out in the garden playing with Connor and that was almost like even harder because I could hear him laughing and giggling and wishing I could be out there with him but it's too hot out there for a five-day-old baby we're exclusively breastfeeding Romeo's cluster feeding so I'm kind of holding Romeo so even if I wanted to I couldn't like run around and be crazy with Saint and roll on the floor with him and jump off the slide I don't know whatever he like wanted me to do in that time that my two-year-old little boy wants me to do it just felt like that was a part of me that was now newly unavailable but it lasted for about two weeks honestly those first two weeks and I felt like it wasn't even necessarily anything to do with Romeo at all or saying at all it was more all to do in my mind with I think actually a little bit of inner child work was coming through there because I've spoken to my therapist about it since and she was explaining how more often than not those feelings in postpartum of course are driven by hormones and like the adjustment of trying to get used to a new baby as well as your existing children but a lot of it is just to do with your own inner child and I think I was projecting my own emotions of abandonment and fear 
and almost feelings of being pushed out unloved unwanted in my mind onto saint like that's what i was worrying about that saint was feeling saint had no idea babe saint was outside having a run around with his dad like laughing his head off he was not sat there crying in the corner about mum's abandoned me and the baby's taken her away from me and actually this whole like inner child chat really takes me to the core of what I want today's episode to be about obviously I'm you know giving you guys a hell of a life update and there's still more on the birth that I want to talk about but today's episode really is all about using this postpartum period even if you've not had a baby just a period of challenge a period of newness a period of adjustment um rather than seeing it as like the hardest thing in the world with all of these problems like in my mind saint was feeling abandoned and had all this fear instead of seeing it through the the lens of fear seeing it through the lens of love and allowing this moment in time this postpartum moment in time and seeing it as what it really is which is a tremendous potential period of growth and an opportunity to really rediscover who you are in your truest essence who you really are like that inner child that I was projecting in my mind onto saint that is an essence of who I truly am because there are abandonment issues there there are feelings of feeling unloved and unworthy and it's reaching into yourself and listening to what is coming up in those moments of hard times. I know we've discussed we've discussed using hard times to your advantage so much here on Growing and Glowing, but feeding the good wolf, not the bad wolf, whatever that whatever that story that saying is, even when it feels impossible, because there are moments in postpartum, there's moments in motherhood, there's moments in life where everything just feels impossible it just feels like how am I supposed to do this god knows I felt like that I've had that thought process umpteen times since having Romeo how am I supposed to keep two children alive keep a marriage healthy and happy keep a tidy house get back to work look after myself like have good nutrition and work out and not even being funny some days step outside of the house like how am I supposed to do that? That's genuinely some of the thought processes I've been having. A whole day will go by and I'll be like, I've literally not even stepped in the garden today. I've not had a, a one breath of fresh air. Um, that's how it can be sometimes. And instead of looking at that, thinking as though it's all impossible, just trusting everything will get done in perfect timing. New flows of life do take adjustment. It does take time to get used to a new way of life but it doesn't mean that there's so much beauty and happiness and fulfillment and joy on the other side of getting used to simply what is your new rhythm so much growth in hard times so much growth in the challenging moments of life postpartum and birth can be the most rewarding times in life not just in terms of how much love you feel for your baby and how much happiness there is in that little newborn bubble or pregnancy bubble but it can be the the most rewarding time even in terms of spiritual growth if you allow it and it's just simply about changing your attitude towards these situations towards the sleepless nights 
towards the feeling like a huge lack of identity because I know that that's something I have felt as well in this postpartum period god do you know what we're really not following my notes here we're like jumping in and out of all of these bullet points that I wanted to touch upon but we're just going to follow the natural flow of how things are how things are coming to me in my mind lack of identity as someone else who is not just a mother is something that has really been sitting with me and I feel like again that's just a really another really big thing in postpartum you you feel so like thrown in the deep end with everything like you're on a hormonal roller coaster you have a healing body you do have a new identity in some sense of being a mother of however many children which regardless if you've already got five children you're still getting used to a new identity of having six children you know all while you're probably tired because of the deprived sleep there was a moment when connor it was connor's 30th birthday when romeo was about four weeks old and i had organized this big surprise barbecue with him for him with all of our friends um at like a really really gorgeous venue it was a beautiful sunny day it was probably the first time if not one of the first handfuls of time that I had put makeup on and wasn't wearing pajamas genuinely like I looked in the mirror and I was like who who is she it's nice to have her back for five minutes that version of me you know that's like a little bit done up and not looking like the definition of postpartum I've literally put a bit of concealer on today because these dark under eyes they are almost big enough for themselves to be serving a whole new identity on their own honey let me tell you that but actually looking in the camera I feel like the redness of my eyeballs are not matching up to this like you know clean girl healthy girl soft girl era aesthetic that I'm trying to achieve with my concealer (laughs) covering up my under eyes hashtag fake yeah I'd organize this barbecue and the majority of our friends don't have children yet you know the majority of our friends are kind of only just really getting settled into serious relationships Connor and I are so lucky to have found each other so young in life we met when I was only 18 Connor just turned 21 but it's been our path in life to get serious about things pretty quickly like we you know we got married we have two babies we've not even been together for 10 years yet sometimes it takes 10 years for people to even move in together or you know reach those kind of milestones so for us we in in comparison to our average of our friendship group we've done it all really early and so we were like one of only two or three couples there that had children obviously me literally being only four four weeks postpartum Romeo is this like tiny little thing even just like sitting inside breastfeeding Romeo for half an hour while Saint sits next to me watching Peppa Pig on my phone because he also wants mummy um and like looking out the window because I have to sit in the shade with the babies looking out the window to all of our friends like sat so carefree drinking in the sun they're all they all have plans to go out into town afterwards because it was like an afternoon thing it was a Saturday night they're gonna go out whatever and just feeling like that aspect of life that way of living life was so I can't explain I've never felt like it before other than in that moment it felt so alien to me it literally felt like the only way I'd be doing that was if I was living in some sort of parallel universe. Like the idea of drinking an alcoholic drink, the idea of sitting out in the sunshine with not holding a baby or having another one attached to my leg, even thinking about what they're doing if I'm not with them, like even if we'd have chosen to get babysitters, 
to for that for this afternoon for Connor's birthday, I'd have still been thinking in the back of my mind, are they okay? Has Saint been put down for his nap? Did Romeo take the bottle okay? Has he been burped? What's he wearing? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I was just so in the thick of mum identity of postpartum hood. This other identity that is in me, obviously, deep down somewhere, just not coming to light right now because she's not needed right now. It's the postpartum. It's it's mum me that is needed right now. It's mum version of me that does need to come through right now. It was just like Ellie on her own that this glimpse of it like imagining me sat on my chair next to a couple of other friends in the sun drinking a drink not having a care in the world thinking about going out later tonight not worrying about bedtime or bath time or whatever it all just felt so how does that exist do you know what I mean it was just such a bizarre moment for me and I've not ever really had that I didn't ever really have that with saying I don't know if it's because I put myself in you know this social environment really quickly after having Romeo and maybe my hormones were just all over the place um I don't know but it was just just a real stark reminder of not only how easy it is just to fall into the trap of motherhood being your identity but also how much pregnancy postpartum birthing a child is on the mum I'm so incredibly lucky to have such a supportive husband that we are lucky enough to have him at home with me and with the kids I will never take it for granted I'm fully aware that I'm wow beyond blessed beyond lucky to have that but regardless the pressure is on for the mums isn't it you literally give your body up in pregnancy if you choose to breastfeed you again choose to give your body up you have your hormones all over the place I'm not someone who leaving my babies comes to very easily like I've had friends who are so confident and so comfortable in like returning to their identity of you know who they are as not a mum and connecting to her really quickly after having um a baby and while that is so brilliant for them and I'm almost like envious of that confidence to go out and do that I'm it that just does not come naturally to me I'm like a nervous wreck when it comes to leaving my babies honestly and while I admit that's definitely got easier with Saint as he's got older like I said he's nearly two I've I just feel like I've been thrown right back there with Romeo like I almost I it's like I almost have separation anxiety when it comes to my kids and my babies and um that's just not really something that Connor experiences so I don't know I just feel like it's it's a lot on the mum isn't it and I I just remember being yeah sat there at this barbecue it was like a freeze frame almost it's I feel like it's something that will stick with me forever and then I just thought even though I'm feeling this lack of identity I'm feeling this like rush of who am I will that side of me ever return can't connect with her like I still sat there and I still thought I would choose to be where I am right now I'd still choose to be in this exact position with this baby on my breast and my toddler on my arm watching Peppa Pig next to me any moment any day of the week I'd still choose to be exactly here because motherhood my children 
the lessons that motherhood teaches you, the growth that it offers you, the joy that comes from just been simply being somebody's mummy is my happiness. Even though there are moments of toughness, even though there are moments of lack of identity, sleepless nights, worry, fear, oh my god, I would choose it over anything in a bloody heartbeat. It's it just is my happiness. Like but you know, those moments of loving it unconditionally 24-7 and when I say loving it I don't mean love my children I mean loving the whole process of motherhood and pregnancy and giving birth etc it's not something that always comes easy because there are those hard moments of course there are of course there are those overwhelming moments I wouldn't be human if I didn't admit to having those overwhelming moments but it's the awareness of choosing to see it again through a lens of love and being patient and recognizing that these situations aren't my problem it's what's triggering it in me that is the problem so for example feeling like this huge lack of identity lack of self it's like okay but where can I connect to her if I am really feeling that right now and at the moment honestly connecting to myself is doing something like having a shower doesn't sound very romantic to some doesn't sound very big and grand but that is my reality having half an hour to have a like a luxury shower shaving my legs washing my hair moisturizing listening to a podcast those are my moments when I can just grab a little bit of connection to myself taking a few deep breaths as I give saint his breakfast feeling my energy kind of clear of any darkness or fear or worry allowing white light to kind of surround me and connect to that that is my opportunity at the moment to connect to who I am it's it's not the drinking alcohol in the sun do you know what I mean even though at times that sounds absolutely bloody gorgeous and I'd love a bit of that for five minutes I also know that ultimately I don't think really that would bring me my true happiness because it's not my true essence of self I'm not someone who loves alcohol but that moment persuaded me that I would love a drink and that's me speaking really openly and honestly I'm a 27 year old mum of two babe if I want to say that moment made me yes want to sip a bit of a cocktail in the sun with my mates what are you gonna do but what I'm saying is it's not actually that that would have brought me the happiness it's the finding myself in that moment and so where can I apply that to myself right now in postpartum five six weeks post-birth with two young babies that I don't feel confident confident or comfortable enough to leave just yet there has to be some some sort of compromise there you know and I have to own up to the fact that even though a cocktail and some of my friends would be nice I'm the one holding myself back from not doing it I could have easily got a babysitter I could have chosen not to be exclusively breastfeeding I could have been able to put myself in that situation but I'm the one that ultimately chose not to because I know that deep down even though there are moments of hardness right now it is motherhood that brings me my my truest happiness honestly going straight back to our affirmation of the day I'm attracting the most beautiful energies where I am in this very moment even when it's hard I'm still attracting the most beautiful energies and choosing to see them you know on the other side of my hormones I don't know what these hormones are doing to me but honestly if you've watched my vlog you will know I am 
desperate for number three. Can you believe those words are coming out of my mouth after this whole bloody cocktail in the sun story? I, uh, I am just being called to number three right now. I just, I don't know what it is, but something is just calling me towards it. Maybe it's the hormones. Maybe it's another spirit baby in my aura ready to come through. And they're going to be like, surprise. We've, we've said, oh God, this is getting, this is TMI. This is like me really bearing all, but we're besties, so it's okay. Me and Connor have said to each other, we're not going to actively try, but let's just say I'm not on contraception. Um, although I am breastfeeding and doesn't isn't breastfeeding like a natural form of contraception I don't know but if it doesn't happen like as a surprise within with by by a certain time period then we are gonna actively try not to get pregnant because then that would mean another summer baby and I've literally got Romeo in May Romeo was born on the fifth of the fifth month 23 two out of three is five he was born in birthing suite number five. So there were loads of number fives, right? As I was giving birth, there were also loads of number nines. I'll tell you why in a minute. But number fives mean positive spiritual energy, okay? A period of growth. Number nines, he was born at 9.09 p.m. at nine pounds on the dot. Number nine means enlightenment. It means new adventures. It also represents completion, but not a final, like, total ending which I thought was really interesting because I do feel so fulfilled and I do feel like our family, I've wanted to put on Instagram so many times, like as captions and stuff, that our family feels completed, but I don't want to say that because then I know that people are going to be like, oh, well, why are you going to have another baby, blah, blah, blah. Because our family does feel completed. Now that Romeo is here, there is a like a sense of this is who we were waiting for all along. But it also doesn't feel like a final ending. Like it doesn't feel like the last the last chapter. Do you know what I mean? So that's just a little bit of G and G gossip for you there. I won't be saying that anywhere else. So if you listen to Grown and Glowing, and you just heard that, you've got a bit of insider gossip. Um, yeah, almost just like a fulfillment of one cycle and ready to initiate the next one. You know. So that's what number nine means. Lots of number nines. Lots of number five surrounding Romeo's birth. He was actually also born on a Scorpio lunar eclipse, which means he's going to be intuitive, very intuitive, bold, brave, fearless, very strong personality. Um, you know, like a sixth sense for things. Very rich in life. At least this is what astrology tells me that he'll be anyway. But. But yeah, anyway, I've got Romeo in May, I've got Connor in June, I've got Saint in July, I've also got Katie in July. My mum's birthday was in August, so that's like a bit of emotion for me. And I'm in December. So I would love like basically a a child that is not going to be born in the summer next time. But if that is their destiny and if they're meant to be born in the summer, then so be it. Who knows? I just really feel like they're in my aura, honestly ready to come through and that's how I felt with both boys before they were born but let's see what will be will be and that's a little bit of my woo woo side coming out there but I know you all love her deep down anyway that kind of feels like a bit of a natural ending to today's episode guys another long one will there ever be a growing and glowing episode apart from the cup of positivities hope you guys liked that episode let me know if you'd like more of them And if so, please do let me know what you 
would like me to chat about on them quickly if you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about a couple of episodes back we did a cup of positivity episode which is just like a purposefully shorter episode as just like a bit of a pep talk a bit of a quickie self-love quickie on something and if you if you like them then please let me know and I will do more of them and what you would like them to be on but again today another classic Eleanor Swift episode of probably an hour but hope you didn't mind it's been a lovely catch-up it's felt incredibly cathartic just to do like a big release of so much stuff today I still feel like there's stuff I need to talk to you about can't remember what though I'm sure it will all come out I plan on doing like a big Q&A um episode maybe on here or maybe on YouTube I'm not sure yet of anything I've kind of missed of the postpartum period but my my it feels good to be back it feels good to be talking to you all again it feels good to share with you all again it feels good to have my mates back you know just wish I could give you all a like ginormous big cuddle and just really say thank you from the bottom of my heart for how lovely you've all been as always of course but I've just felt really supported and really loved through this postpartum period by you guys so thank you so much anyway I will leave you to your day I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day my loves oh we haven't done the growing and glowing moments of the week oh my gosh do you know what I'm just gonna leave it really simple glowing moment I birthed a child growing moment I birthed a child and that's what I did in the last six weeks they are my g and g moments of this episode but as usual please do take some time to reflect on your growing and glowing moments of the week where did you grow this week where did you glow this week what are you proud of what's something you've learned and I want you to know however your week has gone whatever you're going through right now I'm really 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 proud of you and you need to know that you are exactly where you need to be right now you're doing amazing so well done you're an amazing person you're so loved and I just think you're smashing it honestly and I'm really really proud of you so well done and I love you endlessly thank you so much for watching or listening today guys don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify Apple Podcasts and of course YouTube let me know what you would like me to do some more episodes on I love you have a lovely week and I will speak to you next Monday Bye guys. was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.